Coming up on Magical Medical Tour with my co-host, Dr. Glenn Woolman. Inside the doctor's bag, patterns of behavior. What are patterns of behavior? How do these get set in our lives? Can this be detrimental to our health? This and more coming up next here on YHTV. This week's episode is brought to you by Support the Mountain's Herbal Parasite Cleanse. This formula targets the small and large intestinal tracts and larvae, the most broad-spectrum formula available today. 100% organic, formulated by Dr. Mikio Sanki, author of the Esoteric Acupuncture Series. For 10% off your first bottle, visit shopyogahub.com and use the coupon code CLEANSE at checkout. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Magical Medical Tour. I'm Christina Suzuma, your co-host for this program. As we continue to touch upon Dr. Glenn Woolman's six aspects towards optimal health. And this is another one. Patterns of behavior. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and with us is Dr. Glenn Woolman to share with us on what that really is. Hello, Dr. Woolman. Greetings, Christina, and greetings, everyone else. Welcome to Magical Medical Tour and a special aliquot of optimal health inside the doctor's bag. So we always talk about the six aspects of optimal health, and nobody ever talks about this one as an aspect. And I think it's probably the most important in terms of influencing all of the others. You know, when I talk about each one, I say nutrition. Oh, that's definitely the most important. Exercise. Oh, you can't do without that. That's really important. Stress management, probably even more important than anything else. Sleep management, we can't live without sleep management. That's the, that's the definite one. Spirituality, mm -hmm. who would argue that that's the most important? But I think, uh, in a way, patterns of behavior needs to be recognized as an aspect of optimal health, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So basically, we all know that there, we have, as, as humans and as a living organism, we have physiological patterns or patterns of physiology. So sleeping and waking, hunger, thirst, pH, acidity in the body, temperature control, uh, all of these things are physiological patterns. The heart rate of 60 to 100 beats per minute is a pattern of uh, physiology. Respirations of 16 to 20 in a normal person, blood pressure changes, all of these things are patterns, menstrual cycles. These are all physiological patterns that we have. But patterns of behavior is something that's learned and we start learning this at a very early age. Uh, and the problem with this is sometimes when we're learning at an early age, we don't really understand why we're learning it or what we're really learning. We're just taking it in and not assimilating it correctly. And in many cases, people that are in stressful lives where there's a family that's not happy together, a dysfunctional family or uh, separated families, places where there's arguments and stress and fear and uh, violence, people will develop patterns of behavior for survival, not just for living and nurturing and nourishing and being healthy. Although there are many that we learn 
for being healthy, like looking both ways at an intersection or brushing your teeth after every meal. These are good patterns of behavior. But many of the things that we learn are stress and fear related at a time when we don't know why we're doing it, but we just develop these patterns. Uh, it might be a pattern where if your parents are fighting, you run into your room and you hide or you mm. go away somewhere. Uh, and what happens is that you actually survive. And by surviving, it gives feedback to you subconsciously that the pattern that you developed is a good one because it helped you to survive. What happens though is that as you grow up and understand certain things, you don't look at these as patterns and you continue to use the same patterns for survival uh, when you don't really need them anymore. And they're actually causing more harm than good. Mm. So, so the first thing we need to understand and agree to is to recognize that we are about patterns of behavior. And I point this out to people all the time. You put your socks on the same way, your shoes on, you get dressed the same way. Christina, you probably put your makeup, although I probably, you don't wear makeup. But <laughs> <laughs> because of your innate beauty, uh, but other people that require it probably put it on the same way every time. You start your car the same way. You talk to people on a first date the same way. You look for uh, partners the same way. Uh, if you are told you have to, your boss wants to see you, you go through patterns that uh, might be fearful, thinking something's wrong when there might be nothing wrong. So first we have to be aware that we are about patterns of behavior. Are you aware of that, Christina? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't think about it in the means of it's not always in my consciousness, but I know it happens because there are certain things that I know that I would do and I'll go, oh my gosh, that's my father <laughs> or oh my <laughs> gosh, that's my mother, you know, or, right. you know, it's because I'm relating to something or even something my son will do. I'll go, my goodness, where did you get that from? Because that's your uncle. You know, it's like right. it, it's like these patterns of reaction or or just it's not just about movement, but it's the way we uh, react to something or the way we approach uh, a, a situation. It's it's very interesting, and I'll go, wow, that is definitely a trait that runs in my family. And then I look upon myself and go, boy, do I really do that? Because somehow it's bled into my child. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder where he got that from. Right. No, these, these patterns we do all the time. And one of, the, one of the reasons we have patterns is because it allows us not to th think about things. Once we develop a pattern, then we can do that thing and think about other things at the same time. In other words, you don't need to sit and think, okay, how do I hold my sock to put it on? And how do I put my foot into the sock and how do I pull it up? Or how do I grab a bar of soap and wash myself? Or how do I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush and what tooth do I brush first? All of these are patterns that we've developed so that we don't have to think about them and we can be thinking about other things. So if I have to do a talk today, I can brush my teeth while I'm thinking about the talk. But this is where, where actual mindfulness comes in because we've taken it to such a degree with our patterns 
that we're not really appreciating things anymore. We know that we have to sit down and eat because eating is nutritional and it's social and it's necessary, but we end up watching television when we're eating or, or studying for something, whereas sometimes mindfulness and getting us back into why we're doing something and what we're doing and honoring it is very important. And that's one of the reasons that understanding patterns of behavior is so important in terms of optimal health, mm. because we have many patterns that are good for us and we have some patterns that are not helping us and we don't even realize that. So after recognizing a pattern, the key then is to realize and uh, acknowledge and analyze the fact that this is not a good pattern. So if your pattern for sleeping is every night you go to bed at the same time uh, and you get a great night's sleep, that's a good pattern. But if your pattern is every night just before you go to bed, you do uh, an hour of exercise, you drink a cup of coffee and you have a bag of Cheetos or something uh, that may not be too nutritional for you, nothing against <laughs> Cheetos. Uh, but that may not be a good pattern and you don't understand why the next morning you're not feeling well, you're bloated, you're overweight, your diabetes is being talked about with you and your doctor and you have to recognize that uh, this is a bad pattern. So then after you recognize it and you want to change it, you have to come up with a plan of a new pattern. And this is the most difficult and this has to do with I always talk about going from intellect to consciousness. When you intellectually know that it's not a good idea to drink a large cup of coffee before you go to bed, or for most people, some people it could be fine. Well, there's always the exceptions to the rule. <laughs> but if you, if you know that, then you have to come up with something new and something that you can uh, sustain. So mm -hmm. for example, if you decide well, you want to drink something, but instead change it to a glass of water, that may be good for you. Uh, and then mm -hmm. after you change it, at some point you have to go back and, and look again and analyze to see if you've reverted back to your old pattern because it's a very strong pattern. It's something you really want to do. And after about three days of water, you suddenly go, ah, I think I'll have some coffee tonight. And then you're back to your old pattern. <laughs> So that's a very important part of it. Aside from recognizing it, uh, analyzing it to determine it's bad, changing it with something that you can actually do, uh, and then recognizing that you haven't gone back to it. That's part of the key to patterns of behavior. Mm. And in each of the different aspects, when I work with someone as a medical guide, if, if I'm working with someone who's a type two diabetic and overweight and has high blood pressure, and we're trying to work with them to uh, change their d nutritional habits uh, to get them into a process. Uh, patterns of behavior, especially in terms of eating, uh, are really critical. So to get someone to change, they have to recognize it. So mm -hmm. that's the key. You have to go from understanding, oh yeah, I understand this is wrong, but I still love it. And uh, that's that's where the work comes in. And it's very interesting to find the uniqueness in each individual as to how to get them to recognize a pattern, be willing to change it, change it and stick with that change. So right. I have I have uh, uh, any thoughts on that before I give you uh, a little. Yeah, I mean. Um, <clears throat> uh, would it I mean, would it behoove people to make a conscious effort? to change up 
like for example, instead of using a bar soap, use a liquid soap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so your brain has to think about it and take notice in your daily events. Um, like instead of, of, oh, instead of using a fork and spoon, let's use chopsticks tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because, because I would think that, that because we we would have to change our physical of how we approach something that it would also do something with our brain. All connected. Definitely. Yeah. You're right. You're so on the right track. Maybe heightens an awareness for us on that's like, the first uh, key. Mm. Be aware that everything is about patterns. So um, one of the things I, I would like everyone to do is just think in the, in the bathroom. For example, Christina, do you take a bath or a shower? Shower. Pattern of behavior. Do you take it in the morning or at night? Always at night. Oh, always no, at not night. always. No, I Mostly not. at night. Right. Definitely Anytime. at night, but now right. and then during the day or in the morning, yes. Sure. Pattern of behavior. So when you get in, do you shampoo your hair at the beginning or the end? If I do wash my hair, it would be at the if beginning. If you wash your hair. Yes. If you wash your hair. Yeah. Which one? If, if I do, it would be at the beginning. Right. And are you right-handed or left-handed? Ah, now that's something I'm very conscious about. I'm okay. right-handed, but I do attempt to do a lot left. with my left hand. Right. Because so I've seen probably, what happens. I work with elders and I see what happens as you get older. <laughs> it's like they almost right. don't even use their, you know, their, their non-dominant side anymore. And it's like, come on, you got to do this. You know? yeah, that's why I love martial arts, because they require you to do things with both hands. That's both why hands. I like playing the piano, because it requires you doing things with both hands. But probably tonight when you take your shower... Uh, just think about it. You probably grab the soap and you start on the exact same part of your body every time. No, and I actually you... don't. Yes, you do. I know no, you do. No, <laughs> I don't. Okay. I okay. don't. I, there's a reason why. Okay. The, Let's hear it. No, because, it's great. I love that. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you know how I say about the left hand? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, if I start with, it's a yeah i no i don't actually i did okay, for well, a long time i think you must have influenced me sometime back when when we were talking about this before um I've never where been you in said a shower with you so let's be very <laughs> oh well <laughs> oops no i'm just kidding and um, i would argue with you i see you do it the same way every time oh Okay. <laughs> no, I, you're right. And, uh, but in most cases, you can look at many of the things you do, cooking, uh, yes. walking through the house, your ritual when you wake up in the morning. We all have patterns of behavior. Oh, yes, absolutely. And the more that you're conscious of it. So, so the thing for me as the assignment for today in your aliquot for optimal health and learning about patterns of behavior is Everybody should pick a pattern of something. Say something with your toothbrush. Do you squeeze it from the bottom up to the top? Where do you put it? Do you put it at the top of the toothbrush down or from the bottom up? Do you start with one specific tooth and go through the whole process? Or any other mm -hmm. thing that you do as a pattern of behavior, 
recognize it, and then see, just as an experiment, try and change it. Mm-hmm. Just try and change the way you brush your teeth each each night. And again, see how long it takes you subconsciously before you're back in the old pattern and you recognize, oh, wow, I just, I'm back to the old <laughs> pattern again. And this is really important because this is what happens with people that are trying to change serious patterns of behavior that are causing uh, illness and injury that are mm. not good because you simply go back into your old pattern again without even recognizing it. So one of the things I would love to have people do uh, that are watching or listening to our show is if you have a unique way of, of changing a pattern of behavior, of recognizing it, uh, finding a new one, changing it, and sustaining it, we'd love to know that. So send us an email, give us a call, make a comment. Um, love to know that because you may have uh, a specific way of doing it that would be really helpful to many other people. In my work as a medical guide, uh, I can't give everybody the same prescription of how to change a pattern because everyone is mm-hmm. so unique. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that would be a fun thing. So if that you have a, a different way, let us know. That would be fun. Hmm. That would be fun. So yeah. for me, patterns of behavior, aliquot of optimal health. It's been great. Love it. And uh, until next time, Christina, I wish you and Segovia and all of our audience around the world optimal health. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Glenn Woolman. That's fun. Now, I I think I'm going to close the show different. No. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. No, just kidding. (laughs) That's great. Wait, I'll close the show. Let's let Segovia close the show. That would be hilarious, yes. (laughs) Actually, why don't you close the show? There you go. Right. Hey, call us, get in touch with us, like us, Facebook, all the stuff. Let's talk, reply. I'm trying to remember all the things that you do in your pattern. (laughs) We love you. Uh, Thank you for supporting us. Uh, We'll see you again next week. And namaste. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Thank you everyone for joining us. Until next time, namaste. <laughs>